6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. For years, literally years now, and it, that roller coaster ride just keeps on going. We know that last night... Uh, Brian Jean, the former leader of Alberta's Wild Rose Party, he lost the 2017 United Conservative Party leadership race to Jason Kenney. Well, he announced on Facebook where he's been putting out a lot of information and commentary over the past number of months. He uh, announced that he's going to be pursuing the UCP nomination for the yet-to-be-scheduled by-election in uh, Fort McMurray, Lac La Biche. He said he needs your help. Uh, he says uh, the NDP don't want him in the legislature or won't want him him to be in the legislature some of the UCP will want to stop me as well but he wants to be back in and the interesting part here is that you know and I know that Brian Jean has called for the resignation of Premier Jason Kenney um, it was uh, earlier this summer when he did so in a in a in commentary and it will be Jason Kenney that would have to sign off on the documents to do this. Fascinating stuff. I know throughout the day we've been getting a lot of your comments. We will continue to do so throughout the afternoon. Would love to hear from you on the text line right now at 780-496-0063 in Edmonton and Calgary 403-974-8255. Your thoughts on this move. Would you like to see Brian Jean possibly lead the party at some point? Because you know that he that's what he's trying to do. He's positioning himself for that. There's going to be a leadership review in the spring of of Jason Kenney. What could that mean? I mean, there was only just a few months ago that a lot of folks thought that Mr. Kenney, Premier Kenney, was going to resign. Fascinating stuff. Would love to hear from you again. The text line 780-496-0063 and uh, 403-974-8255. But some big news as well happening at the federal level. So I want to kick things off with that today. Uh, it has been just over a week since Anita Anand was sworn in as Canada's new defence minister. And uh, she is wasting no time in trying to right some of the wrongs in the Canadian Armed Forces. Now, in one of her first acts as Canada's new defence Minister Anand has announced that she is going to transfer the investigation and prosecution of sexual misconduct cases within the Canadian forces into the civilian justice system. Now, this move follows a recommendation from retired Supreme Court Justice Louise Arbour, who was appointed in April to lead an external review into how best fix the long-standing problem of military sexual misconduct in CAF. Now, her final report isn't expected until spring, but in an October 20th letter to former Defence Minister Harjit Sajjan, she said she was releasing an interim recommendation because immediate action is needed. And here's the deal. The fact of the matter is this. The recommendations were initially made years ago Back in 2015, when the issue was looked at first by another retired Supreme Court judge, Marie Deschamps. Our first guest calls today's news explosive. Dr. Christian Luprecht is a professor both at the Royal Military College and Queen's University. He's an expert on security and defense. Dr. Luprecht, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon, Jalen. All right, you called it explosive news. Why is that? 
Well, the military justice system was already in trouble before this announcement, um, and military justice system reform has been an ongoing issue. And as you highlighted, this is a recommendation. This is, a, as a matter of fact, one of eight recommendations from 2015 that the military opted not to adopt. And what the military, what the ministry is saying here is that the military clearly is not able to handle this issue. So we're going to move it to the civilian justice system. Mm-hmm. This severely undercuts the autonomy of the profession of arms because the any profession is by definition self-governing and so the minister is making it clear that she believes she does not have confidence in the military to be able to self-govern itself on this issue but it is also a very clear assertion that the minister is in charge in this department um, and that it ultimately comes out down to the minister to make decisions and I think one of the frustrations that in particular serving members had with the previous minister was the muddling through kind of approach of mm-hmm. you know we can somehow get this done. And this is a very clear signal from this minister that this minister does not intend to muddle through. This minister intends to make clear decisions and provide clear direction and assert civilian control over the military. And I think this will be a very interesting to watch also in terms of um, the chief of defense and appointment of a permanent chief of, uh, um, uh, chief of defense staff, uh, because uh, clearly um, the minister is not going to be succumbing here to the military trying to run its own show. So I think we're going to be in for a very interesting uh, uh, time in the Canadian Armed Forces here. But I think it's precisely the leadership that not just Canadians are looking for, but especially the women, men, and diverse members who are serving in uniform, where we need to rebuild trust and confidence in the military and civilian leadership of the department. I am curious to, to follow up on, on your, your comment about uh, what this means for Chief of Defence Staff. We know that uh, uh, Lieutenant uh, General Wayne Ayer has been in that position now uh, for a number of months. I think I'm almost coming up on a year in an acting role. I think there's a lot of folks out there that are saying, hey, you know, that acting title in front of his name is limiting uh, the the ability of um, the military to get things done because everyone's thinking, oh, well, things just might change when a permanent person comes in there. What do you think that that looks like in the coming months? Are we going to see General Air be named in a permanent uh, role, or is it going to be someone else? We know that Art McDonald's still fighting to get that job back. We may not see anybody named because the minister under the National Defence Act has no obligation to name anyone to that role. And it may very well be the minister's prerogative to exercise her civilian leadership of the department and to retain an acting chief of defence staff precisely to signal to Canadians and to the department that it is the minister who is ultimately in charge. One of the challenges that, of course, the Canadian Armed Forces have long had when it comes to civil-military relations is that the military, in, in particular, under the leadership, of course, of the chief of defence staff as the operational leader of the Canadian Armed Forces, uh, because the Department of National Defence exists of two separate legal entities, so the Department and the Canadian Armed Forces, and the chief defence staff has, in the past, ascribed to himself considerable amounts of power, where the chiefs of defence staff have said, these are beyond the remit of civilian purview, and these are solely under the control of the chief of defence staff. But most of these powers relegate not 
from law, but they relegate from custom and tradition. Mm. And so I think what the minister here is trying to do is generate a considerable shift in terms of power, um, given that the military and the organization, the Canadian Armed Forces, is facing a crisis, arguably an existential crisis, that serious and expeditious remedy is going to be required here. Um, and that remedy in a democracy has to come from the uh, representatives, the elected representatives of the people of Canada, not from the military itself. One more question for you before I let you go. I mean, as, as we mentioned, the, the, the civilian oversight conversation has been happening uh, now for six years, originally made in the, in the Deschamps report back in 2015, uh, when it first came, it was, it, was, it was one of 10 recommendations that were highlighted. Uh, why now? Why now? And, and, and a lot of this is falling under the, the, the Liberal government's watch. So why now? Why wasn't it done two years ago, three years ago, Christian? Well, I think because uh, if you look at the interim report, it is unusual, I would say, for uh, Justice Arbour to issue the recommendation that she did and in the manner in which, in which she did. And mm -hmm. so I think it really reinforced that this is not just a fundamentally a legal and an operational issue, it is also a trust issue that the military cannot be um, trusted to handle itself and that it needed immediate intervention by the minister. And so I think the minister heard that message. I think the Justice Arbour also put the minister on notice that if you sit on this, um, things are likely to go pear-shaped further. This should have been done six years ago. Here's your time to fix it. Go fix it now because we can't wait another year or so given the challenges of at least 11 senior members uh, that are currently facing various forms of, uh, um, of, uh, of accusations um, that, uh, that this required immediate intervention. And so I think Justice Arbour's sort of comment was, you know, it's six years late, uh, but better late than never. So here's your opportunity to make a difference. If you want to make a difference, do it now or live with the consequences that are going to be very severe if you sit on your hands and you wait it out. And this is not an opportunity to wait it out. And I think the minister very clearly heard that message. A decisive and very quick uh, action. And, uh, well, you know, with for the new defense minister, I'm sorry, for the, yeah, for the new uh, defense minister. But boy, oh boy, Christian, it'll be, it's going to be fascinating to see how this unfolds in the weeks and months ahead. Um, I think uh, this is a she's a law prof, a high-flying law prof from the University of Toronto. Many of the issues the organization faces are fundamentally legal issues, and we see here uh, that uh, I think that expertise and that background uh, is coming in handy in some uh, confidence with some key decision-making that the department uh, that is long overdue in the department. Dr. Luprecht, always appreciate our conversations. Thanks for this. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, take care. Dr. Christian Luprecht joining us this afternoon. He's a professor at both uh, the Royal Military College and Queen's University. So, yes, this is, this is good news. It's about time that it was done. This has been called for, as I said, for six years now. But I wonder if there's a little more to it.